0: I mean, I sense I sense that uh, God is going to do something very special uh, tonight in terms of uh, the prophetic. And of course, we have with us uh, someone who's no stranger to us here, someone who's taken us re- lit- really onto her heart and has a burden for what God is doing here, and someone whose prophetic gift we trust absolutely but it was interesting to me that it was um when she arrived she arrived with with another prophet uh, uh, an apostle um apostle toby Ararumi, where's toby okay he stepped out and then then um i I got a, a message from someone again who's no stranger to this house and someone who again carries our burdens on his heart and he said to me oh I'm in London and I just want to come and worship with you um Reverend Yemi DeFarisey so and then and then I got a message that said Reverend Celia at PhD Collins was going to be here so I said God what is happening tonight what exactly is happening tonight aren't you excited I suspect it's one of those fasten your seatbelt nights and let's see uh, what God brings in a prophetic sense uh, to us. Um, In our nation, um, certainly my reckoning, she's our foremost prophet, prophetess. um, And we're just grateful to God for her passion to raise other prophets and prophetesses and to bring the prophetic back to where it should be in the body of Christ, not just in the United Kingdom, but in Europe. And so we're going to do a video, a video introduction of her. And once the video introduction is over, if you would just show her that you are expectant and you're glad that she's come back to us, this pursuit of God, Prophetess Sharon Stone. But we we'll do the video introduction before she comes up.
1: Dr. Sharon Stone is a passionate prophetic minister who is gathering, equipping and mobilizing many to develop a supernatural lifestyle. Over the last four decades, she has planted and supervised the pioneering of many churches and ministries. She is known for her accurate prophetic gifting, which helps direct nations, cities, churches and individuals into partnering with God's timely purpose. We are privileged to have her here with us today please rise and give a warm welcome to Dr. Sharon Stone. Oh, God, we love you. God, we are amazed by your presence. 21 days that we are gonna pursue you. 21 days that we are gonna get fueled with you that will cause us not just to overflow for 21 days, but will cause us to be mobilized Father with a lifestyle Christianity that wherever we go you are demonstrated wherever we are the miraculous is taking place. Father wherever we are light is invading darkness. Wherever you are the net for harvest and salvation is being dropped. Father we thank you that this is not an event. This is a transformation and a mobilization. Father we thank you for the 24 hours, the 24 Or seven prayer, and I heard the Spirit of God say, in the spiritual realm, it looks like a train that has been attached with multiple engines that are beginning to pull forth in a greater way. So, Father, right now we declare over the momentum of every word, every petition that has been prayed, every prayer in tongues that has prayed your perfect will when we did not know how to pray father we thank you that your engine is attached to those things right now father that you are pulling us into your purposes father that we are not here father treading and keeping our heads above water but father that we are powerfully being pulled forth where we need to be. Father, I pray over every individual life here. And Father, we declare, Father, that this is a pursuit conference. And you said if we pursue the things of the Spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Father, I speak deliverance in this room right now. Father, that even as there's this pursuit, there's a deliverance that is going on. Captivity is being broken. Addiction is being broken. Uh, Depression is being broken. Father, we declare that just in this presence as we pursue you father this lusts of the flesh are are losing their hold upon every one of us and thank you boomy for reading that scripture but one of the things i want to bring forth is we know how to be hungry for the presence of god we know how to be hungry for a touch from god we know how to be hungry uh, uh to enter into god's will but in the in the uh, uh mount uh the sermon on the mount Jesus said, be hungry for justice, and you will be satisfied. Father, I believe there's something new happening in this house, Father, that you are saying as they connect, Father, to injustices, Father, that they are going to know justice in the land. They are going to know justice individually father they are going to be those father that are going to say you said they will be satisfied or they will be content father we declare tonight it takes a lot for us to be satisfied it takes a lot for us to be content but we are not content father with just having a promise in the nation we want your will manifested in this nation we cry out for justice in our laws, justice in our government, justice in our education system. We call out justice, Father, even in our immigration system. We cry out justice, Father, and you said that those that would cry for justice, they would actually be established in the land. Father, we have not just come here for ourselves. We have come here to see the land established. We know that part of our contentment, part of our satisfaction is the land is being aligned with your eternal purposes and God we cry out for that right now in the name of Jesus and I hear the Spirit of God speaking over this particular group and I know we're streaming tonight so just take that for yourself as well I hear the Spirit of God saying this over you the Lord says when Esther said I'm going to go to my women and we're going to fast you go away and fast and she says and then she says I am going to go before the king. And she says, if I perish, I perish. The spirit of God says, I am not raising up martyrs, says the Lord. I am raising up those that are willing to live for something, says God. But I'm also raising you up knowing, says the Lord, that without, he says, change, without transformation, that you will never be satisfied. So just like Esther made a life commitment... If I perish, I perish. The Spirit of God says some of you are going to say it by faith. Some of you are going to say it with passion. And some of you are going to say it with agreement for the purposes of God in the earth. And so just repeat after me, say, if I perish, I perish. But I am going to live and see the will of God in the UK. I'm going to be a part of the solution. I'm going to be part of the influence. I was made to be a world changer. And I speak to my spheres right now. And I call forth impact. And I declare darkness does not invade my sphere of authority. But with an advancing kingdom, we invade. God, we declare your plans for this nation are good. They are not evil, and they have an expected end. Give someone a hug, and please be seated. Thank you for making me feel so welcome. I always feel home uh, when I'm here. Uh, it's always exciting uh, to uh, get to be with you. Uh I love your pastor and, and his wife and your leaders, and uh, it feels like family. And you know, many of you I get to see at other places during the during uh, uh, the weeks or months. And so, uh, thank you for coming up and saying hello uh, to me or reminding me who you are. That's always a blessing. The kingdom of God is bigger than one house, and so it's a joy when we find those places that we overlap and we encourage one another. Um, Tonight, I want to speak to you from this area. I believe that if we are in a place of we petition god and so what we do is we see where god is bringing an accumulation by the much prayer that's going on he's bringing accumulation by the fasting that is going on he's bringing accumulation by uh just uh, your dedication your sacrifice all of those things but can i tell you that is a sign of the time that is not just this 21 day season that we're in I believe that what the Lord is promising the church in this hour is what he is doing in this era is an accumulation of everything he has done before up to this time. And you hear some people declare that we are in the day of the billion soul harvest. When I used to hear someone say that, and and forgive me, I used to think, ah, oh, you know, they, 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 just, they just don't know what to say, so they call it a billion soul harvest. And so what that really meant was that I did not have the faith for a billion soul harvest. But I want you to know, I believe that that's just a drop in the bucket of what the Spirit of God is going to do. And I believe that it has already begun. And um, the church that we planted two years ago in Windsor, uh, Toby's uh, uh, Toby's got one that's planted a little less than that. We are seeing salvations every week. And it is incredible, but we're seeing them wherever we go, not because we are there. It's because that the harvest is ripe. So lay hands on your eyes. This is an accumulation season. But if our eyes are seen with the void, with the barrenness, with the poverty of yesterday, with the with the oh it's so hard to share Christ from yesterday method, we won't we will miss getting to be a part of the great harvest today. So Father, we ask that we be able to see that the harvest is white, the harvest is ready. Father, people of all colors, all religions and all gods are hungry for you father we declare right now that there is change going on the atmosphere is being changed not based on what the government is doing right now but based upon the desperation in men's hearts father that there is a hunger that there is a pursuit even when they don't know you that it is you that they're pursuing Father, right now, we just say God calls our eyes to see. God, don't let a day be wasted, Father, that we don't bring others into your kingdom, into the kingdom of your dear son. Father, we just declare that's one of the privileges that we get. But this is a season. Father, we don't want to ignore that. Amen. Amen. Um let me just again say thank you for having me uh it's a blessing to be here forgive me if i don't remember names uh my kids say i don't remember their names so it's it's not the fact that i don't value you that's why i call all my kids precious you know because you know it works this uh, beautiful lady right here in the blue and white if you could stand tell me your name uh Ola? Fola. Stretch your hands in her direction. The Spirit of God says, daughter, he says, I want you to dust off the Lord says, daughter, he says, those educational proposals, says the Lord. For the Spirit of God says, daughter, he says, my spirit is still upon that. And the Lord says, daughter, he says, what seemed to be a lot of effort that did not have a fruitful time. The Spirit of God says, daughter, my spirit is revisiting that And the Lord says, daughter, he says that I will bring forth life where it looks like it has dried and shriveled and is dusted on the shelf, says the Lord. And so the Spirit of God says, daughter, he says that I'm breathing on it afresh. For the Lord says, as Paul was said, that he was a man that was born out of due time. Time eventually caught up with that man. And the Spirit of the Lord says, daughter, you made preparation out of due time, but time has caught up with you, says the Lord. And so the Spirit of God says, daughter, he says, this is not a time for your sin seed. This is a time, says the Lord. He says a building. So Father, I release upon Fola that building anointing for what she has already made, preparation for. And Father, we declare the open doors, the favor. We declare the benefactors. Father, we declare, Father, the manpower necessary to be able to bring this to pass and that it was always in your plan. And Father, we speak over Fola right now. Any discouragement that she went through, anything where she she felt like a failure or wasted hours or felt like that that somehow others had kept the doors shut father right now we break that that yoke off of her and father we declare she is coming into a fresh time a fresh time and father that there will be many that will be able to run with her many that will be able to run with her amen. father we call forth a new day in jesus's mighty name amen we bless you full I just want to say this about the UK for a quick moment. Um, uh, I don't believe even as a prophet, I have all the answers for the UK. I actually believe there's some things that God's not telling us. But if I were God, I'll tell you what, I would let things shake until there isn't anything left to be shaken. I would say, let's get to the place where we have a fresh foundation to work with. I would say, let's, let's finish this work and let's not just stop it in the middle and have to come back and revisit it at a later date. Uh, I'm not saying, thus saith the Lord, I said, if I was God, seeing from his point of view. But I personally believe the UK is like a little bird caught in a net trying to get to its future. And I believe that the Spirit of God fully intends for this nation to get where we need to go. Back at the end of October, 1st of November last year, the Lord gave me a word. And he said, the UK has entered into a nine-month gestation uh, for the rebirthing of a nation. And I knew that God was speaking about the rebirthing of an identity of a nation that time frame should come toward the end of, of, of uh, July uh, to the middle of Octo- of August. And so I don't know what that's going to look like. I live here in the UK even though this is an American accent. And so uh, we will all be able to rejoice together if we see whatever that rebirthing is. Uh, but we'll also all have the ability to pray into that. I'm not one of those that gets nervous about that because prophets declare their part and they only prophesy in part. But if you're not willing to say your part, you don't get any other parts. And so you have to say what the spirit of God has been giving uh, you to say. But I believe the UK is being reminded of its identity as leaders, that you're being reminded of your identity as uh, missionaries to the nation. I believe that the the Commonwealth is waiting for your leadership to arise and fill in some gaps, that we have allowed our political correctness and our confusion, and we have allowed our, our busyness with politics to rob us of our identity in that area. So lift your hands. I want to pray again, and then we'll begin this message today. Father, right now, we love the U.K., And when you made it, God, and you held it in your hands and you molded it, Father, we thank you that you did it out of love. Father, that you molded it for your purposes. And, Father, you molded it as a vessel for you. And, Father, we just say, God, let it be in our lifetime that we see this come to pass in a greater way. Father, we ask for that in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father, we pray for for where we have neglected leadership, where we have said let somebody else lead and we have forgotten that our great one of our greatest redemptive anointings in this nation is leadership father right now Father, we pick up that which has been laid down. Father, we pick it up. And, Father, we say the other nations have gone without because we have forgotten what manner of man and what manner of woman we are. And we pick that back up. Doesn't matter whether you were born here or not. It matters that this is where we are now. Father, we pick that back up again. And, Father, we declare, Father, that we are a missing ingredient to the nations. And, God, that we want to pick that up fully and add that back in the mighty name of jesus call us to pray father with clarity and direction amen let me share with you one more vision i I said i wasn't going to do this but let me share with you one more vision i'm a lover of the nations and uh, i am one of those that fully intends to give jesus his inheritance of the nations Uh, i love the nations and uh, i had a dream a couple months back and in this dream Uh, people were shouting and they said a dark cloud is coming over the land a dark cloud is coming over the land and i was in a building so i ran outside and sure enough what they said was true everything was going dark and you could see this huge dark cloud it it covered bigger than a city it was massive and it was heavy and you know i probably did exactly what you would do i thought oh dear god what are we going to have to war against now you know i mean because we pray all the time and um Uh, As I said that, I saw this dark cloud beginning to take shape, and I saw it was beginning to look like a massive bird, and as I continued to look at it, it began to look like an eagle, and I'm still thinking, oh, dear Lord, you know, are we we ready for battle here? A dark cloud, because a dark cloud, you know, it sounds like it it, uh, is symbolic of the enemy. But as I was saying that, all of a sudden that eagle's eye opened. And as soon as it opened, that was my Lord Jesus Christ. And it was not a dark cloud over the land. It was the Spirit of God brooding over the UK. And I didn't even have eyes to see that. Until that, and he was brooding, bringing forth what he has promised at this time. There's a brooding of the Spirit. So we have to see things from his perspective. Yesterday morning, I, I got up at 2 a.m., and um, in, uh, my dream shocked me so much, I had to wake up. And so in my dream, I was asking someone, and I said, Can you keep a secret? And I was very excited. They must have said yes, because then I continued to tell them. And, uh, and I said, I just want to tell you something. And, and what? And I said, I'm pregnant. Uh, the good news is I am not pregnant. Okay. That, uh, my husband would consider that good news right now. We have a quiver full. We have 10 grandchildren. We have one great grandchild. And so it's not my time to be pregnant in that way. And so I got up at two because, um, that, that dream, uh, left me kind of in turmoil am i pregnant with something fresh and new that god's putting on the inside of me or am i pregnant with what he said that the nation is in a gestation to rebirth the nation and he's reminding us don't be weary like so many people are getting weary at this time you're pregnant and father we declare your word that said would you bring us to the time of delivery, and us not give birth. Of course not. So, Father, we declare over this nation the giving birth, the giving birth, Father, to a fresh identity, to a redemptive anointing. Father, to your purposes in a greater way, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Now, um, I do travel a lot, and I know you have a lot of leaders that travel quite a bit. And when I come home from my travels, I probably do like what some of you do if you're not home very often. I go to the refrigerator because that's something you don't have when you travel. You, know, you don't have your own food. You don't have that. And so I go to the refrigerator, and I'll, I'll pull something out of the refrigerator because you know, it's your own food. It tastes better. And so I'll pour something out, and I go, oh, it's past its expiration date. And then I'll think, well, you know what? It's only a couple days past. It's probably okay. And so I do what you do. I smell it. Ah, Smells okay. And then I taste it, and I scrunch up my face, and I spit it out. It has gone off. I believe at this time we have to be so aware in the spiritual realm where there are expiration dates where we are not gonna get the results by doing the same thing that we used to do because it is not going to accomplish what it needs to, that we have to be aware that we are entering into a fresh season, realizing that God does not change, but his methods, his tactics, and his strategies continually change that we might be able to reflect him to our generation in the greatest way that he desires to uh, be uh, uh, reflected. And, you know, in saying that, I just want to jump to a, another uh, vision. You know, this is a prophet ministry to you. I'm, I'm not going to be so organized as a teacher. But about three and a half months ago, I was at a very busy time of travel. But every time I was home, out of my peripheral vision, I would catch movement. And so I'd turn, look, and not see anything, turn, look, and not see anything. And that had probably not happened to me in a few years the last time that had happened to me was during the time my mom had got ill and she knew it was her time to pass. And and so we had 10 weeks that she didn't want to go to the hospital. We had 10 weeks with her at my house. And and so we prayed, we worshiped, uh, we loved on each other, we loved on God. And my house got so full Of the presence of God and heaven got so close during that time that we would actually see angels in my house and we would catch movement and my husband they know Greg uh, uh, he doesn't normally see in the spirit that's not how he receives from the Holy Spirit he was actually seeing angels everywhere and so it was just a, a, a time that that you were aware there was movement that was going on well this was similar to what was happening about two and a half three months ago I would catch out of my peripheral vision movement but I didn't see anything and then I was in Florida and on my way of getting on the plane um, I had a heavy piece of luggage and I ran over my foot with the, the luggage and um, so needless to say uh, I not only hurt my foot I broke Uh, a, A little bone in my foot now so I had to come home and those that know me know that I was healed of a bone disease had over 150 breaks so when I break something I may not react to it the same way you react to it I was so mad I was so angry I was so frustrated at myself for doing something so stupid And so I came home, and I had to sit on bed with my foot up. Uh, It's not the kind they could put plaster on or anything. And I prayed over it, and, and the good news is within five days, totally healed, doctor verified, God was good. But let me tell you what happened in those five days. I had to sit still long enough to be able to be aware what was moving. In my house and what i was seeing in my peripheral vision see i was too busy before to be able to catch focus of it and so uh when i finally saw what it was this is what it was jesus was i would i would see jesus and he would go from a sitting position to a standing position and then i'd catch movement over here and i'd turn and look and there it began. Jesus would go from a seated position to a standing position. I can't even tell you how many times that I saw this. And finally, I heard the Lord says, as it was with Stephen. He says, I stood to welcome him into a new glory. Lift your hands. Father, we believe you are standing right now, that you are welcoming your church, you're welcoming your earth into a new glory today. Father, we believe that things are not going to be the same, that you're standing right now. And God, we are so grateful we don't have to go through what Stephen did to get here. Father, that there is a welcoming into this new glory. And Father, we thank you that many here have been preparing for that. Many of here, have been declaring that and god you wanted me here at jesus house to tonight to declare it has come it is coming and it will come in the name of jesus amen now when i uh, began this year one of the themes that i carried very strongly was new means new because if you get a prophet in the room or an apostle in the room, you're going to hear the word new a lot. God does a new thing. A behold, a new thing springs forth. Uh, God is doing something new today. You will always hear that. But the Spirit of God to in this season that we're in, God is challenging you with new really means new. And this is how the Spirit of the Lord... Now, I've heard other people say it since, but this is how the Lord gave it to me, and I started declaring it. God is asking you... Are you willing to be an amateur in the new versus a professional in the old? I believe that the Spirit of God is upon that question today. It doesn't mean that we throw away our history. It doesn't mean we throw away what we have learned. But it means that there is a vulnerability, that there is a flexibility. There is an awareness that I am not just going to build or operate as usual, that I am entering into a new glory, a new season, and I need to expect to do things a a different way. Now, in 2 Corinthians 3, 8, familiar scripture for all of you, it says, But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of God. Now, I believe that God is invading our, our personal lives things change. They can't remain the same. We were created in his image. We're continually being uh, conformed and transformed uh, into his image. He longs for this on us. But I don't know if you're like me. I'm actually quite um, uh, cerebral. I'm quite academic in some areas. And so I asked this question, why do we need a new glory? Wasn't an old glory good enough? So you may not ask that kind of question, I do. The reason is, yes, we need a new glory because a new glory is that accumulation that I spoke before. That means it's bigger, it's stronger, it's more powerful, it's more glorious than a previous glory. And as we're being transformed with a new glory, that means you and I are going to represent Christ in a greater way within the earth today so look at your neighbor and say i want a new glory glory. amen now history tells us that sometimes we get stuck in an old glory or we get stuck between glories and and believe me i'm not pointing the finger at anybody because i don't i don't know this about any of you in this room but do you remember during the, the the 90s uh the refreshing times of refreshing People spend a lot of time on the floor, a lot of time in laughter, a lot of shaking under the manifestation of the Spirit. Did you know that I can go to some churches today and that when the Spirit of God moves, they are stuck in an old glory manifestation and all they know is to fall on the floor and laugh again or shake in the presence of God. They don't know how to move on into the new or follow the Spirit of God and how he wants to be demonstrated in the earth today. Now, there's nothing wrong with the previous at all. It's just they're stuck between glories. Lift up your hand again. God, we just pray for every one of us, myself included. Father, anywhere that we're stuck in an old manifestation, that we're stuck in an old method, that we're stuck in an old structure, that we're stuck in an old glory, or we're stuck between glories, God, we ask you in your mercy, God, would you just come and pull us out of that, pull us into that new glory that you are standing and welcoming us into now In the name of Jesus, amen. Now, I believe that this is a new glory era. I don't believe we can say season about it. I believe this is one of those moments that life changes, that things begin to look different on the earth. A lot of the things that we've been praying about for years, we start seeing those things manifested come to pass. But at the same time, you have to have eyes of the spirit because my Bible tells me that in that day that there is going to be gross darkness and there is going to be great glory and they go forth together. And so... I have already made a choice that I'm not going to ignore the fact that there's gross darkness, but I can tell you this, I want to be a part of the remedy of the gross darkness by being the great glory that the Spirit of God is releasing upon the earth. He releases His glory in us and through us. And so I believe that God wants us to think a different way. He wants us to act a different way. And he wants us to engage in a different way. And I think I'm going to actually finish with a scripture here and minister to many of you uh, tonight. Uh, This is so exciting. I get tomorrow night so I can finish the message tomorrow night. Um, In the Message Bible of Isaiah 55, 8 through 11, I'm going to read this to you because how can we move on how can we be in pursuit how can we overflow if we're looking back over our shoulders waiting for our promises to catch up to us how can we be one that is overflowing to others when we have a void on the inside of us that we are still waiting to be filled so let me read this to you message bible isaiah 55 8 through 11 and this is god speaking He says, I don't think the way you think. The way you work isn't the way I work. God's decree, as the sky soars high above earth, so the way I work surpasses the way you work. And the way I think is beyond the way you think. Just as the rain and snow descend from the skies and they don't go back until they've watered the earth, doing their work and making things grow and blossom, producing seed for this farmer and food for the hungry. So will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. They will do the work I've sent them to do, and they will complete the assignment that I have given them. The first attribute or characteristic or the place for you to enter into this new glory is this. And they will complete the assignment that I have given them. Here when it says, the words that have come out of my mouth will not come back empty-handed. That is not the word logos. That is not the word from your uh, written Bible. That is the revealed word. That is the revelation. That is the prophetic word. And he's saying, listen, the revelation. He said that I'm giving to you. The spoken word that I'm giving to you. The rhema I'm giving to you right now. That it has to complete It's assignment. And so I have come to you tonight to challenge you. Every prophetic word that you have previously ever received had an assignment attached to it. And because we have presumed that if God said it, it automatically comes to pass, many of us are sitting on it like a hen would sit upon an egg in her nest waiting for it to burst forth with life, not understanding that there was an assignment attached to it. That meant that there was something that we had to do. It wasn't just automatic. Every personal prophecy is conditional, whether stated or not. Even Mary, when she was said that she was going to give birth to Jesus, she had to partner with it, be it unto me according to your word. There, was, there is always a level of partnering. There is always an area of, of assignment that God has given you. And I felt like as I was praying for you today, the Lord said, this house is so full of words and promises, and you have amazing testimonies of what God's already done, but it is just such a small portion of what the Spirit of God has spoke, and God is going to begin to revive that revelation, and He's going to remind you of the assignment that is attached to that That you might be able to take that which even feels like it's delayed, that which feels like it's overdue, that which feels like you've been waiting for and you wonder whether you still qualify for it anymore. That he's going to take that and he's going to breathe his life upon it, reminding you of the assignment that's attached to it. And the Spirit of the Lord says this. He says, work while it is day, and you are going to rise up with the strategies and the wisdom that the Spirit of God has given to you, and you are going to do your part to function together with the revelation that must accomplish the assignment given to it. Isn't that incredible? I love that. Now, if you think that sounds like a lot of work, um, it doesn't have to be. I believe that sometimes uh, our assignments are just a bit of an alignment, I believe sometimes our assignment are are a new way of thinking. Sometimes I believe our assignment uh, does have a, a different strategy attached to it, but you need to remember this. God sets you up for success. He does not set you up for failure. And that God's desire is to finish that which he started in you more than your desire is to finish it. And you know, when I read the scripture and it says that God does more for you than you could think, dream, or ask, I want you to know I happen to be one of those. Whenever I think on that scripture, I think, oh, God, we want salvation of nations. We want godly laws. We want uh, justice for the, for those uh, uh, that are living in injustice. God, we want we want uh, uh, systemic poverty uh, dealt with. You know, yes, I pray for the personal things as well. And, you know, as I'm thinking on all those things, he does more than we can think, dream, or ask. Then I have to look up and I have to say this, Sharon, no matter how vast you just were, he already said he wants more than I just could think, dream, or ask. You may be sitting here, God, save my husband. God, protect my child. God, uh, uh, bring forth a fresh opportunity for financial stabilization. And those are wonderful prayers, but those are survival prayers. This is a revival season. This is a glory era. And we are going to have to move into revival prayers at this time. And we're going to have to see the assignment that's attached to every promise that we can partner with the Spirit of God to see them fulfilled. You're not working it. You're not earning it. You're partnering with it because this is what the Spirit of God has called you to. Now, one other truth that I'm bringing forth is to build on this. It says that the that the, the spoken word, the revelation word, it has to do the work that it was sent to do. It has to complete the assignment given to them. This is just one piece of a new era. You have to begin to learn to cooperate and work together with angelic armies. My Bible says that the angels respond to the word of God. It doesn't say they respond to your word says they respond to the word of God. I know some people that run around ordering angels all the time. And I just don't see where it says biblically. That's my part. But it does say they respond to the word of God. Can I also tell you that is the rhema word of God there, not the logos word of God? So that means every time God spoke something, either through somebody else or he spoke that directly into your spirit, and he says, now, he says, this has to come back and complete the assignment that I sent it to do. The second he released that word, swoosh, angels filled the room ready to work together to fulfill that assignment. It says that they come to do the bidding, of the Lord that their their messengers to to do the bidding of his will for you. So that means that you and I have stood in places where we have received revelation, whether it was by ourselves, whether it was whether a prophet was speaking to us, or the spirit of God within our own spirit. We've stood there and we've received it and the angels whoosh, whoosh, filled the room. And yet, because we did not know how to partner and cooperate with angelic forces, they stood there rather than went to do their part in fulfilling the assignment of that amazing revelation that the Spirit of God has spoken over your life. Just like we revived and resurrected a moment ago the, the, uh, the strategies the uh, assignment part for you to do with your prophetic words. Tonight, as part of this new glory era that we're entering into, this cooperation with the angelic, God is causing us to be aware that they have showed up to do their part in seeing the word of God accomplished, the promises of God fulfilled. We don't worship the angels. They're there Serving God, they're they're there serving His Word that He has spoken over your life. So stand to your feet, all over this room. Father, some of us in here do this better than others. Some of us have never done this, but Father, we stand in a place tonight, Father, that if we want revival for the nation, we need resurrection of Your promises. So, Father, right now, we speak a resurrection over every promise, over every word, over every uh, uh, encouragement, over every strategy, over every plan over every purpose, over every destiny, over every family member, Father, over every world-changing system direction that you have given your people, over every church-planting strategy, over every governmental influential goal. Father, right now, we speak resurrection to your word. Father, we speak resurrection, Father, that it can't just go and die but its assignment has to be completed. So Father, right now, we say you give us revelation, and God, we say we'll rise up and build together with you. But Father, we also declare right now, God, forgive us for not cooperating with the reinforcements of heaven meant to bring to pass your word, meant to bring to pass your assignment. And so, Father, right now we say forgive us, have mercy on us, and we cycle back around to that spot tonight. We cycle back to this place tonight, and we speak to those angels that were sent to attend that word. We speak to those angels now that were sent to go and deal with circumstances contrary to that assignment right now and we revive the word of the Lord. And we say, angelic forces, hear the word of the Lord and go do your part now to fulfill that. Go do your part in the UK. Go do your part in Jesus' house. Go do your part in my family. Go do your part in finances. Go do your part in compassion and mercy, Father, uh, in this nation. Angels, go do your part. Don't stand around any longer. Go, 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 go. Finish the assignment. Finish the assignment. Finish the assignment. Finish the assignment. In the name of Jesus. Oh, can we just pray in tongues for a moment? ha ha. Hora de papa ha ha. hallelujah 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 father we thank you and father where we have got used to partnering with delay and it's created a spectator spirit on the inside of us father we take authority of that within ourselves and we just say go in the name of Jesus you have no part in us father we declare that we will have the anticipation of the father of the prodigal son, that we will stand positioned and ready for the fullness. Stand positioned and ready, that there's a new expectation coming, a new faith arising. Father, on the inside of us, and Father, you do nothing except you respond to our faith. Father, we thank you for that right now, in the name of Jesus. Father, even before these 21 days are over, Father, we declare that there are gonna be so many testimonies about Uh, promises manifested father that it is going to create a spiritual rumor father not just in Jesus house but it'll create a spiritual rumor in the land that you are a God that promises and does what he says that you are a God that says it and does it says it and does it father we thank you father that this is actively this is a part of a new glory a new strategy for this era in the name of Jesus amen amen you may be seated for a moment those that have been streaming today can I can I just speak to you don't go to bed tonight without taking a moment to reflect on God's spoken promises over your life reviving and asking him to give you the strategies for partnership and assignment and calling upon the angels that were assigned to see that word fulfilled that you might wake up tomorrow morning in a different momentum, in a stronger current of God as you continue to pursue God. And I speak to those that are here in this room. Father, we declare the same prophetic anointing that is in this room tonight. Father, we declare that they will go to bed with it. And Father, that they will have the strategies. Father, they will have the dreams. They'll have the understandings. They'll have the overview, the clarity, the facts, and the details necessary to pursue you in all that you've called them to do. I love you. I look forward to being with you tomorrow. God bless you.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go and give God a clap, Prophet. Go on. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Go and appreciate Prophet Sharon Stone, Dr. Sharon Stone.